This is uh, Robert Wilson with Caring Counseling. You have to think better in order to live better. Okay, and today I am continuing talking about cognitive restructuring. Cognitive restructuring, which is essentially changing our thinking patterns. It's a great scripture. It's uh, Isaiah 26, verse 3. You keep him you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. And when we're changing our erroneous thinking patterns, right, what we want to do is replace them with thoughts like this, our minds staying focused on God. Right? Because there is a peace in your mind staying focused on God. Mind staying focused on God diminishes fear, anxiety, depression. So we're going to talk about that. And as I've said, taking every thought captive is the way to actually uh, change our thinking patterns and uh, memorizing scriptures to do with the mind. Uh, I have a, a list if anybody wants to uh, call in. I have a, a list of, uh, of scriptures to do with the mind that you can actually memorize and replace those thoughts with because we need something to replace all of those anxious, worried thoughts. Right, the Bible does say, you know, uh, we should meditate on the things that are good, right? Whatever is pure, whatever is just, whatever is honorable. If there's, whatever is lovely, if there's any excellence, then we should meditate on those things. So we are going to start changing our thinking pattern. And, you know, we, we hear a lot of people uh, in our culture now that really value healthy eating because we have seen with all of the research that clearly healthy eating can, determines um, the, uh, our health, the health of our bodies. And, and there's a lot of uh, bad eating that results in different kinds of, of diseases. So what we put into our body is very, very important. But even more important, and a lot of people do not talk about this, what we put into our mind is the most important because whatever we put in our mind will eventually determine what we put into our bodies anyway. So what we put into our mind is many people that will watch their diet, watch the diet, but will not watch their mind. More important to watch your mind, right? What we put into our mind what is allowed to have space in our minds, right? Because whatever it is, is going to determine how we feel. And whatever determines how we feel clearly determines how we behave. So changing thinking patterns, is that an easy thing? Mm, um, I'm going to say no, because... Many people have been thinking the way that they've been thinking for years. It requires a lot of 
repetition. It requires uh, a lot of diligence, but it is well worth it because as my motto is changing your thinking, you change your living for the better. So it's something that you want to do every day, taking these thoughts captive. Anytime you've got a bad thought, when a bad thought comes into someone's mind, clearly that affects your mood. And so we got to make sure that we are aware. You have to be very, very intentional about this because typically we are not aware of the thoughts that we are even thinking in our head at times. There's all different kinds of thoughts that pop into our mind and we know that the enemy sends out all of these thoughts, these fiery darts to try to sow doubt, to try to uh, get our faith away from God and to try to just discourage us. So once again, we've got the grid ABC, where A is the activator, B is the belief, C is the consequence. The activator does not change. The activator is usually an experience, something that you've been through, right, that will always be there because we can't take that out of your mind. What we can do is have you looking at that experience in a healthy way. And we, we do that by taking the belief, which is the middle one, A, B, C, by taking that thought captive. It's the actual belief. So say, for example, um, someone, um, someone had survivor's guilt. Um, they feel guilty because they were in an accident or they went to war and they came back, but some of their brothers in arms did not. So clearly that person uh, has false guilt because you don't need to be guilty to feel guilty. And you don't need to not be guilty to also <laughs> not feel guilty. Right. So um, survivors guilt that clearly is a cognitive distortion. Why am I alive and my friend is not? And somehow that thought has caused that person to feel it's their fault in some kind of way. Maybe they let them down. And so now the problem is guilt and condemnation, right? This guilt and condemnation Anytime it actually comes into that person's mind, guilt and condemnation. And this is, as I've said before, is evidence-based therapy. So we look for the evidence, the objective evidence of what we are thinking. And going through the scenario, I'm sure even if that friend was alive, would say it wasn't that person's fault. Right. And there's typically no logical reason, as I said, when we explore the, the rationale for that person to be thinking that way. So it clearly is in an illogical thought. 
And so this is the thought that has to be taken captive. I, okay, if, uh, it's my fault my friend's not alive. How about replacing it with the truth? I did nothing wrong. I wish my friend was alive today. He knows how much I cared uh, about him. I have a lot of grief about him not being here today. And you know what? Uh, I wish it would have been him instead of me. Boom. That's all you can do. Here's the problem with guilt. Is guilt is a road to nowhere. Uh, what I mean is it's a road to nowhere because someone is guilty about the past and they don't feel that anything in the present that they do in the present or the future can change that. So it's a road to nowhere. The Bible says clearly, therefore, there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Jesus took all of that away. So we have to get a correct perspective about what we are thinking. And I think that is the most important thing about uh, cognitive distortions is that we take the thought out and examine the thought and many times see it's actually illogical. Oh, this is going to be a, uh, a bad day. Oh, I just know it. I know it. So many people have said that and I have a, had a great time. Oh, I don't want to go to this place because, you know, I won't enjoy it. Well, that's a preconceived notion. Try going to that place. What's the evidence for that? You've always got to filter that thought through the evidence, through the truth. And this is why it says, take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Every single thought. Because what is in your head may have nothing whatsoever to do with reality. But here is the sad thing, is that what is in your head, even though it has nothing to do with reality, it will diminish your quality of reality, right? If you're worrying all the time, you're anxious all the time, clearly that is not a, uh, a quality life. And we know that Jesus gave us a quality life. He came to give us life and more abundantly. And so we have to make sure that these thoughts are examined. And there are many of these kind of thoughts. A lot of people have been thinking for years and years and years. And as I said, it's a road to nowhere. It is not a road to, to anywhere because we cannot take the experience back. All we can do is look at it through the lenses of the truth. And this is what the enemy tries to get us to do. Look at our situations through the lenses of a lie for us to see it's it's hopeless. Oh, we've 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 messed up and it's a irreversible mess up. Well, no, it's not. We know God has said all things work together for good for those that love God, those that are called according to his purpose. So we have to see our experiences through the lens of God's truth, right? Through, through the lens of his truth. And so 
we examine these thoughts, we examine what we believe about the activator, right? And we look to change that belief because if we change what we believe about the activator, clearly that will affect the consequence. C, we, we, if we have a healthier view on uh, a healthier belief regarding the activator, then the consequence, our behavior, how we feel will not be something that is bad for us or uh, as some kind of um, toll on us, you know, something negative, some kind of negative emotion will be able to stay more positive. So it's very important that we examine these thoughts based on the evidence.